Is bigger always better? The point of running a business is to make money. So more money means your company is more successful, right? And a bigger business makes more money, right? Well, not always. We became entrepreneurs because, more than anything, we want freedom. We want to be in control of our own schedule, income, and life. But unfortunately, that isn't always the reality of being a business owner. I'm Gillian Perkins, and I'm on a mission to take back entrepreneurship for what it's supposed to be. In every episode, I'll share with you how to get the most out of every hour you work so that you can work less and earn more. Let's get to it. While bigger businesses often generate higher annual revenue, they do so at a much higher cost. That's because with a bigger business comes a bigger staff and more complicated communication and less efficient systems and higher overall expenses. To give one example, a bigger business typically needs a bigger office space or storefront, resulting in much higher monthly rent. And even if your business is 100% digital, you'll still find that the more people you have on your team, the more people you have to pay. And the more you have to pay for many software that charge per user or per seat. The end result is that while bigger businesses typically make more total annual revenue, they often do so at so great a cost that their profit margins actually end up significantly worse, and their net profits are much lower than much smaller companies. In fact, you'd be surprised at the number of major companies that end up running into 0% profit margins. In just the last couple of years alone, that list has included Belk, L'Occitan, Christopher & Banks, Paper Source, Guitar Center, GNC, Hertz, Gold's Gym, JCPenney, J.Crew, Neiman Marcus, Pier 1 Imports, and many more. Given these staggering examples of huge companies that couldn't even manage to turn a profit, it's clear that bigger doesn't always equal greater financial success. And even if your company does manage to expand its financial success as it grows in size, at what cost? Most likely, you're trying to grow a sole proprietorship, partnership, or some other type of small business that you bear the brunt of managing. Meaning that the more work it is to manage the company, the more effort, stress, and time you have to exert, experience, and spend. No cushion of demanding shareholders for you. And why are you even trying to grow your business in the first place? Is it your sole passion and your sole mission to grow it as large and successful as possible? Not if you're anything like most people who want to run their own businesses. Most entrepreneurs, when surveyed about their reasons for starting a business, share goals such as freedom, a flexible schedule, and being their own boss, alongside goals of financial independence. Even more specifically, many entrepreneurs are moms and dads, and they want to create a better lifestyle for their families. That means more time to spend with their kids, time to prepare home-cooked meals, maybe time to homeschool, maybe they want a nicer house, or perhaps to move out to the country. And they want the time, power, and resources to be able to go on trips and enjoy fun experiences together. If you're working on building a business or interested in doing so, what is your motivation? What possibilities or opportunities are you hoping that running your own company will make possible? And thus, we come to a minimalist approach to business. 
Quite simply, we want to get the best results possible without significant sacrifices. We don't care about growing our businesses as big or as successful as they could possibly be at the expense of our or our family's lifestyle because that won't achieve our goals at all. We don't want to work more than our old day jobs so that we can be financially successful. We want to figure out how we can work smarter and be more efficient so that we can work the same amount or a whole lot less while creating better results. Which, by the way, is totally possible because when you work for yourself, you get to keep 100% of the profits that you generate rather than having to split them with a boss who also wants to make money. A minimalist approach to business is about keeping things simple and streamlined so that they can be efficient. This means you spend your time on the tasks and projects that will generate the most income, and you don't waste your time on things that won't earn you as much per hour. It also means that you work with what you have, and you don't spend money on big for the sake of big. Instead, you accomplish as much as you can from your current office, with your current equipment, and your current team. And you wait to expand until you've truly gotten everything you can out of those current resources. The first business I ever started was an accident. I was 14 years old and I wasn't trying to start a business. I just knew a few people who wanted to pay for my help. But that quickly turned into a real business with a small staff, an office, and a couple hundred clients. In that business, I got paid for my time, so the more I worked, the more I earned. And that led me to believe that that was how making money and how business worked, that the more you worked, the more you earned. So a few years later, when I started my online business, I followed that formula. I poured in a lot of hours and spent those hours creating more and more products and building increasingly complicated systems to sell those products. When I finally looked up in 2018, I had a dozen different products plus eight other streams of revenue. I was working with one-on-one -on -one clients, offering services and running live events. I was spreading myself so thin that none of these things were becoming very successful. So I wasn't earning much and couldn't afford help, meaning I was doing it almost all myself. It was stressful and it wasn't fulfilling my goals for working for myself. Today, things look very different. I only have about three streams of revenue now, and I only sell a handful of products. But my income has increased more than fivefold since 2018, and I'm earning that much working less than ever before. Which begs the question, what changed? Well, quite simply, I simplified. I chose to serve a more narrow niche market. I chose to specialize in just a couple of things and give up being a jack-of-all-trades. I scrapped a lot of products and chose to sell just a few. And I simplified my marketing. I stopped trying to be everywhere and cast my net wide and instead focused on gaining as much traction on YouTube as possible and using email as my primary selling tool. Doing less allowed me to do each of those things much better and devote a lot more energy, attention, and time to each of them, which resulted in bigger and better results. I didn't lose anything in this process. Not only has my business become more financially successful, it's also become easier to run and finally created that freedom that I was looking for from the start. Joshua Fields Milborn and Ryan Nicodemus are best-selling authors, Netflix producers, podcast hosts, and are known as the minimalists. Here's how they define minimalism. Minimalism is a tool that can assist you in finding freedom. Freedom from fear, freedom from worry, freedom from overwhelm, freedom from guilt, freedom from depression, freedom from the trappings of the consumer culture we've built our lives around. 
real freedom. They, of course, are writing about minimalism in personal life, but these principles and benefits carry over into business as well. Using a minimalist approach to business is about working smarter so you can work less while earning more. It's about keeping things as simple as possible and about being really intentional about what you choose to work on. And it's about always remembering your real goals for starting your business in the first place. To learn more about how to start and grow a profitable online business that meets your goals, check out our free business course, Small Business 101. This no-fluff eight-video series will walk you step-by-step through everything you need to do to get your business off the ground and making money, as well as give you a big-picture perspective on where you're going. Learn more and sign up for free at gillianperkins.com slash 101. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Work Less, Earn More. Now, here's what I want you to do next. Take a screenshot of this episode you're listening to right now and share it out on your Instagram stories. And when you do, make sure you tag me at Gillian Z Perkins so I can see you're listening. Sharing on stories is going to help more people find this podcast so they too can learn how to build their business in a way that allows them to work less and earn more. And if you really love the show, head over to Apple Podcasts right now and leave Work Less, Earn More a review to give it a boost and help even more people find it. Okay, let's wrap this up. I'm Gillian Perkins, and until next week, stay focused and take action. Take action.